0: What's going on? Matt Savoca here from AwesomeO.com bringing you the Sunday dr- d- What's going on? Matt Savoca here from AwesomeO.com bringing you the divisional round Sunday slate DraftKings contenders video. An excellent two game slate here for sunday first it's the tampa bay buccaneers hosting the los angeles rams the rams handled them handily the first time these two teams met but still the buccaneers are favored in the rematch and that's kind of the same story in the highest total game of the whole four game slate this weekend the buffalo bills versus the kansas city chiefs this is the de facto heavyweight bout of the AFC here so excited for this but before we get into it into this one go ahead and like this video subscribe to the channel so that you always know when we're going live you guys know what to do and if you could give me Matt Savoca a follow on Twitter at draftaholic that would be much appreciated as well we'd also like to thank our presenting sponsor fan up fan up is offering a flexball NFL playoff contest with $200,000 going to first place you get to pick a new team every single week of the Playoffs, and you can win weekly prizes like authenticated NFL jerseys from Fanatics. Here's the best part when you sign up using the promo code AWESEMO, awesemo you see it on the screen there, you can get 2,000 bonus points, the equivalent of $20 to use, no deposit required. That's pretty awesome, right there. So the last thing i'll say is you also for every three entries you get into that flex ball playoff contest you get 25 dollars off as well so we got three things for you in that fan up offer definitely check out up today. Okay, guys, on the screen here, you see my 10 through 6 of my top plays for this two-game slate. Number 10, Tyler Johnson. Yes, somebody needs to step up as that third receiving option in Tampa Bay. They are beat up on offense right now. Their offensive line is beat up. They certainly don't have the skill position players that thought they were going to have. They started with an embarrassment of riches at the receiving core, and now they are kind of undermanned. Tyler Johnson in the optimal lineup 39% of the time. At number nine, the Buccaneers defense. You're going to have to go with some defense here. The Buccaneers at home favored. They are fine. I don't really care which defense I play. Whichever one fits for me, they are in the optimal lineup 42% of the time. And number eight, Tyler Higby, in the optimal lineup 51% of the time. He is your budget option at tight end in this for uh, this excuse me two game slate, this four team slate. You don't really have a lot of sort of secondary options. You got big name options like Gronkowski and Travis Kelsey, but then you got to move way way down to players like Dawson Knox, who have a ton of variability in their projection. Tyler Higbee is kind of that middle ground that I really like. That's why he's in the optimal lineup. Nearly a coin flips chance at 51%. Then at number seven, the new Bell Cowan Buffalo, Devin Singletary. In the optimal lineup, 54%. You know that offense still leans on Josh Allen in the passing game, but Devin Singletary is getting enough usage, and that team may very well pull off the upset. He should get the volume. He's in the optimal lineup 54% of the time. And then Tyreek Hill, a 59% chance of being in the optimal lineup does not get you into the top five this week, but still an 18.7 median fantasy point projection and a 27% chance of scoring 30 fantasy points. It's median and ceiling versus salary for Tyree Kill. He is the Chiefs player. We're kind of preferring, not to say that Travis Kelsey is a bad play by any stretch. We just like Hill in turn. Tournaments because his ceiling is that much higher the heel seems fine and he even almost scored more fantasy points he had plays called back last week that would have helped him have huge scores in the wild card round i think he makes for it up up for it in the divisional round even against a tough buffalo defense he's the number six player not quite cracking the top five who does let's watch him find out at number five bills wide receiver Stephon diggs and i would say that stefan diggs against the kansas city secondary does have an easier matchup on paper than tyreek hill versus the buffalo secondary so i get it here and when the salaries aren't the same now Stephon diggs is starting to look really really interesting because the median projection is pretty similar to hill at 18.4 and the ceiling projection a 20 percent chance of scoring 30 fantasy points That's pretty similar to Hill. So I understand, you know, you got to pick one player. You got to get one of these high ceiling premium salary options, especially at the wide receiver. That's just the way that this slate breaks down. But Diggs could easily be that have to have it score here in this two game slate. He was kind of quiet in that onslaught victory for the Bills last week, just three catches on four targets, but he still ended up with 60 yards receiving on just 48 air yards. I think they get him involved early and often to just get a rhythm with Josh Allen because they are going to need a big performance from Diggs here if they are going to pull off the upset. Diggs is in the optimal line at 58.8% of the time. At number four, it's running back Cam Akers, and it was thrilling to see him get a bulk of the carries for the Rams. And, and Sonny Michelle absolutely still mixed in, but 17 carries, two targets, a big 40-yard catch that helped him to 95 total yards in his first real game where he played over 20% of snaps. It was great to see him get a little bit of run in the regular season, but they were clearly holding him out for that wild card round and the rest of this playoff run. And so Cam Akers is a salary tier that you don't, absolutely have to get to when you're building lineups at the running back position on DraftKings. On FanDuel, it's a little more non-negotiable. You're going to need him or somebody like him as a value piece. But still, on DraftKings, the medium projection of 14 fantasy points and an outside chance of scoring 30 fantasy points is enough to make him super appealing as that value piece so you can get get him paired with these other high salary options that you definitely want to play. The Rams are the number one team among all playoff teams in uh, PFF's team offensive grades, and Tampa Bay is just sixth among all playoff team defenses in defensive grades via PFF. In schedule-adjusted fantasy points allowed, they're much less bullish on the Tampa Bay defense. They show them as the second-worst defense of any team left in the playoffs here, and so Cam Akers may quietly have a better shot at a ceiling game than people realize here Tampa Bay finished 21st in yards allowed per carry not the same juggernaut that we're used to acres is in the optimal lineup 62% of the time at number three Rob Gronkowski and this is going to be such a pass happy game environment the Rams and the Buccaneers are the number one and number two teams in game script adjusted pass rate in our advanced stats tool on awesomeo.com. so win the game script is neutral or near neutral these teams prefer to pass and Tampa Bay was number one in the NFL in pass plays per game this season and Gronk had a resurgent year credit to him number two in total deep targets number 11 in total targets overall number four in yards after the catch number seven in touchdowns number three in fantasy points per game and as we sometimes see, we sometimes see veteran players, especially in their early or mid-30s, start to fall off in usage at the end of the season. Not the case for Gronkowski. 26 targets in his last three games played here. He caught five of six targets last week for just 31 yards, but the usage will absolutely be there. I don't think he's going to see a whole lot of Jalen Ramsey. I mean, he might a little bit, maybe in the red zone or something like that, but Rob Gronkowski is going to be relied upon if Tampa Bay wants to hold up their end of the bargain and win this game like Vegas suggests that they will. I think there is a 10-target ceiling in there for Gronkowski and absolutely a five-target floor. He's scoring 30 fantasy points 20% of the time and he's in the optimal lineup 65% of the time. At number two, it's Leonard Fournette running back for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. A little bit nervous about this one because he hasn't been activated off of injured reserve just yet. If he doesn't get activated, don't play him at all, but it's worth showing you what the simulations look like should he be activated because they already ruled out Ronald Jones and I don't think Sean Vaughn and Le'Veon Bell are going to be the long-term options here. They really need Leonard Fournette. Now, certainly the other players will definitely mix in. They're not going to give Fournette the keys to this backfield right away because they don't want to over push a hamstring injury in that first game back. But he's certainly going to lead the team in touches should he be active and I'm happy to see the ceiling projection is there for him a 15% chance of scoring 30 fantasy points. Now that's the nature of the offense that he's on the fact that he's in a high total game a high implied team total and you just you play starting running backs on home favorites you just do that in general in DFS. The 16-point median projection, I think, is a little bit overly bullish. I think Fournette's ceiling is absolutely there, and his floor is pretty good in terms of getting 10 or so fantasy points. But I think 16 as a median projection is a little bit high. I think 12 or 13 is where I have him still. A 12 or 13 fantasy point day from a 5,700 salary running back isn't going to isn't going to hurt it might actually help you if you get all those other ceiling pieces correct. So I really like Fournette as a value running back piece like him a little better on FanDuel, but he's my number two play on DraftKings in the optimal line at 67% of the time. Now, before I reveal my final play, my number one play on DraftKings for this two-game Sunday slate, just want to remind you guys, go ahead and like this video, subscribe to the channel so that you always know when we're going live. You guys know what to do. And if you could give me, Matt Savoca, a follow on Twitter, at Draftaholic, that would be much appreciated as well. Also want to give one more shout out to that presenting sponsor, FanUp. Join their Flexball playoff contest. Sign up with promo code AWESEMO to get those 2,000 bonus points. No deposit required. Okay, guys, let's dig into my number one play on DraftKings for this Sunday. And at number one, it's Cooper Cup. This makes sense, right? And I love to see when Star players are the players at the top here because often we have these value plays. We've been talking about it this whole video about value options getting you up to the premium salary tier. Well, this is why you use those players because you want the player who was number one in red zone targets, in targets, in receptions, in yards after the catch, in fantasy points per game, in basically any metric you want to look at at the wide receiver position. Cooper Cup was number one, a season to remember here, and he kept it up last week seven targets catching five of them including one in the end zone now I will say he hasn't had more than seven targets in a game for three straight weeks Odell Beckham continues to get usage here and you know especially in the red zone where Beckham has been a beast it has taken away from the ceiling in terms of Cooper Cup's recent production but still a 47 percent chance of scoring 30 fantasy points and 25 points as a median projection on DraftKings that's that's unreal, and I believe it. The Tampa Bay Buccaneers are one of the worst teams left in the playoffs here in schedule-adjusted fantasy points allowed, and that sixth-place ranking in terms of PFF team defensive grades, I think that's a little overly bullish. I'm gonna have as much Cooper Cup as I can possibly get to at 8,600. He is in the optimal lineup 68% of the time. And that is gonna do it for this Sunday divisional round edition of the DraftKings Contenders video. If you're looking for the FanDuel version of this video, it's around here somewhere go ahead and look for it on the channel we will be back for the Sunday night football contenders video and of course for all your conference championship needs both on awesomeo.com and on the YouTube channel so make sure to stick it right here hit that notification bell so you always know about our upcoming videos until then I'm Matt Savoca from awesomeo.com we'll see you guys next time